Good morning, everyone, especially those who are watching live, uh, either in person or digitally on the West Coast. It's still a part of the morning in the East Coast, so good morning to you if you're watching live. And hello to anyone who's catching this asynchronously on Facebook uh, or through the Temple Beth Am podcast. Uh, here we are. Uh, another opportunity for us to grab hold of some moments unimpeded, at least for a few minutes, as much as possible by our to-do lists, by preparing for whatever needs to be prepared for. This is a moment or an ex- extended moment of the type of selfishness that is beautiful. It's not selfishness to the exclusion of others. It's feeding oneself and only oneself so that you might later on in the day be a person more capable of being giving to others. We often talk about this paradox of meditation. If you approach it too utilitarian, too much as a pill that you take in order to transform your mood or turn yourself into someone that you're struggling to be, it loses its power. But somehow, if you approach meditation not overly utilitarian, just to do it, it does, or at least can, have a transformative impact. You somehow can't expect or want it to, but I think over time, and sometimes even in a individual dose, there is an evolution. What I want to speak about today very briefly and then meditate on is a three-word uh, rabbinic phrase that is on a lot of religious Jews' minds on these various days, and that is Zrizin Makdimin Lemitzvah. Zrizin, those who are enthusiastic, energetic, really motivated, Makdimin, they run early, Lemitzvah, to do a mitzvah. This idea that it shouldn't just be that we have a lackadaisical approach to our obligations, but we run to them even if they're onerous. You might see this if you ever visit the Kotel. You'll see uh, very religious Jews washing their hands, doing it to like a dime, and then running to the Kotel to pray rather than just walking. If they have an obligation or a sense of mitzvah or mitzvah adjacent to go pray at the Kotel, they don't want to walk there. They want to run there. And the reason why it is... Uh, on our minds right now is because in many families, including ours, the tradition is right after you break the fast in Yom Kippur, start putting up the sukkah, because that is the next calendrically obligated mitzvah for a Jew. There are plenty of non-calendrically obligated mitzvah for a Jew every day, and Shabbat comes in between. But after Yom Kippur is done, the next big thing is Sukkot. Don't wait. Don't be lackadaisical about it, but run to do it. So our most of our sukkah was up by 9.30 p.m. on Thursday, on Wednesday night. Um, getting just a second. Okay. So I want to uh, convert that idea of rushing to obligations into something that we can meditate on and maybe even alter our own sense of duty. So I want to invite you you have not already to close your eyes. In the first part of a meditation, it's not about the words or the idea or the frame or the prism. It's just about allowing yourself, and it's allowance, not a force. 
allow yourself to be immersed in a meditative mode. Really think about this as a permission to let go, to fall, to descend, or for some people, a better image is to ascend, to soar and to fly. You're not forcing it. You're not coercing yourself. You're not even coaxing. You're permitting. It's a release of binds, not a pushing towards anything. It's as, as if with every breath, every intentional awareness of your body, one strap, one cord that was tying you down or tying you up is released and your body and your mind are freer and more liberated than they have been ever since you woke up. Particularly if you meditate relatively early in the morning, you can say with some seriousness that this is your first moment truly awake. You've dressed. You may have eaten. You may have driven, spoken, prayed, brushed teeth, iPhoned, Facebooked, emailed, you were in a liminal place. But this moment with no keyboard and no expectations, just you, this is your awakening. For the next few moments, to quote one of my dear teachers, there is nothing to see. There is nothing to do. There is nothing to want. There is nothing to see. There is nothing to do. There is nothing to want. Let's breathe our way yet more deeply into this mode by counting no fewer than seven deep in-breaths through the nose and even deeper exhalations through the mouth.
זריזין מקדימין במצווה. The eager ones, the motivated ones, they rush towards obligation. See yourself as a zariz, even if you know there are parts of you that push against it. I want you to picture in your mind an upcoming mitzvah, however you define it. It could be a technical mitzvah, Jewish obligation, a duty. It could be something that you are obligated or commanded to do from any source. An expectation, a burden in front of you. One that you might shy away from because it's too hard. It's unpleasant. You lack confidence in that. You don't know how it's going to turn out. You have doubts even about whether or not you should have to do it. could be getting the schach onto your sukkah or a challenging conversation that just must be had. Zrizin makdimin the mitzvah. Those who are zrizim, they run to it. They rush towards it. Not cavalierly, not irresponsibly, but with a sense of dignified purpose. You are a Zariz. And you're also the opposite of a Zariz because we are a bit of everything inside us. But can you locate the voice, the spirit, the zest of the Zariz inside of you? Looking ahead towards the next obligation, the next mitzvah, with alacrity, with an excitement, to accomplish it. Zrizim makdimim lemitzvah. Zrizim makdimim lemitzvah. Zrizim makdimim the mitzvah.
And when you're ready, you can open your eyes. I'll pull the closing blessing up onto the screen. We can say it together three times. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. May we and all beings have happiness in the causes of happiness. May we all be free of suffering in the causes of suffering. May we all experience true happiness that has no taint of suffering. May we live in great equanimity, free from burdening attachment to loved ones and contempt for others, but rather with compassion for all. I say to you all, Shabbat Shalom, Namaste, an early Chag Sameach, a good Yantif, and I hope to see you all soon.